Hello everyone, welcome to Because You Are Young, the program for young people by young people here on KW Radio, the gospel radio that helps you to know Christ and live by his truth. Because You Are Young is a program where we discuss the issues and dynamics of the life of a teenager, adolescent and youth and how to deal with them as Christ has prescribed. To join us in this discussion, please check out our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter page at the KW Radio or send us a mail at radio at pastor.ng. This is still because you are young on Kingdom World Radio. Know Christ and live by his truth. I am your host, Favor Efete. Keep listening. We will be back shortly. Welcome back. If you are just joining us, this is still Because You Are Young, the program for young people on KW Radio, and we'll be discussing dealing with depression. Today in the studio, we have Akiolu Olushino, Uchewale, and Anchinedu Dechuku. Welcome. So, what is depression? That's my first question. Someone is asking, what is depression? Is it wrong for a Christian to be depressed? Mm. Those, are, those are two different questions. Yes. Divergent mm. and different questions. I don't, I don't say I have answer. I'm just saying that it's two questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, which, so uh, first bro, of all, which, is, we, would, we would answer the question, what is depression? To be able to know whether it's right or, or wrong. wrong. Mm. So wow. in my own opinion, I believe depression is a state where there is no joy in your life. You are ha- you are unhappy. No joy. No joy. <laughs> you are just sad, and you are floating on a balloon of sadness. <laughs> so it's just a state of where you are. There's no joy in your heart. No one can give you joy. You are just sad, and this is a pep. It's like it's going to be a perpetual state, a mental state where there is sadness resulting to sickness. So it's like a long state of vexing. Well, and if you ask me, I think depression, if we look at the very spiritual condition of it, it just means when you are infested with a spirit that dis- like, disables you from being able to function normally. Think of it like sickness, but this time it's a mental, psychological, spiritual sickness if you will, that disables you from functioning normally as a result of sapping away God-given joy from your life. I think many people, depression always relates very, very closely to a state of sadness where you are devoid of hope, devoid of hope for living, devoid of trust in God, devoid of faithfulness for the sake of tomorrow, that kind of a thing. That state where you don't have a reason to, you know, look forward in life, where joy has been sapped away from you, thereby disabling you from functioning like a normal person with life of god in them mm. that's what depression is if you ask me that is how depression should be seen yeah. exactly. i totally agree with what my brother actually said you yeah. nailed it don't dodge think yeah. i i love the spiritual definition of depression you know depression is a medical condition we mm. see wow. it being treated in the hospital <laughs> i'm yet to find a successful yes, so. <laughs> yes so. people I'm go there to find a successful story. it's called clinical depression yeah. people are diagnosed with yes yeah, but diagnosed with it's not a you go psychiatrist will give you a, a, a slip say so go and buy this drug when you get there you go to the pharmacy what's your what's your diagnosis what's clinical depression, depression. they'll exactly. give you a therapy at levels yes. they'll give you a therapy that you have to go through to cure depression it's a serious and many times people don't realize that some of these things it's just that demons are worrying you but nobody exactly. can nobody can actually tell exactly. <laughs> no god wants our hearts to be filled with joy and praise depression is as a result of emptiness the inability to function due to the lack of God-given joy. So a state of hopelessness and feeling unimportant. So to the extent that you're unable to function like a normal human being. 
I know there are many causes of depression, which a lot of causes, if we want to talk about it, I'm sure on the list we'll have up to 50 causes of depression. Well, let One me of hear them being that we, I see your charger, I don't see your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it starts depression. <laughs> what can we say about the causes of depression? What are the things that can cause depression? You know, just general, because it's been divided. You know, if you read books on depression, you hear things like clinical causes of depression, family causes of depression. Well, since we've been given a spiritual uh, definition for depression, we would first realize that uh, depression is a spiritual kind of oppression. It's a demonic activity over a person's life. And then, before, when I was thinking, I was thinking, how do I answer this question of what's the cause of depression? And I found out that for whatever cause of depression that we want to give, someone has passed through or has experienced such situations and got over it by the help of God. So I was trying to say grief is a cause of depression, uh, failure is a cause of depression, hardship is a cause of depression. But you, but you find someone that went through all this and still came out victorious. But uh, besides all this, I can say unequivocally that depression, first of all, would come from a place of where someone is selfish. Because before you can be so sad in that way, you'll be thinking that... Nobody understands. Yeah, nobody understands. You can't really look over yourself. You just think that you are enveloped in this world of yours. You're alone. You don't really see others. So... For someone to be depressed to that extent, it means that there's a bit of selfishness in that person's mm. life. He doesn't even want, he doesn't even think of, okay, since I don't even have joy, let me try and give other people joy. A depressed person, a clinically affirmed de- depressed person, to me is a selfish person. You have to be selfish to commit suicide. You have to be selfish to, you know, feel that the world does not care about you. Who are you? For the world to care about just you. People go, people go log out of this thing, though. People go log out. Calm down. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't think. Yeah, that's what I do think. You know what we just said is is so important because um, we are he- here helping ourselves um, because of depression. Because you might be thinking that I'm the only one that knows what I'm going through. But in the scriptures, God said that our Lord has gone through everything that he can fill all our infirmities that that's why he can be an effective high priest for us so there is nothing that we can pass through in this life that lord has no answer for so at any point in time we start maybe locking ourselves in boxing ourselves and say that this is a personal one that I've went to different doctors. I said that this my case is a special one. Mm. When you hear a special case, you feel like you're a special person and mm. all this and that. Mm. So, but it's not like that. Um, as as a Christian, once we find out that we are falling into this depressed state, I think the Bible calls it spirit of heaviness. Once we find that as a heavy spirit that is weighing down on us, we must not waste time at all. We must first of all repent don't think that is something you must repent of it because that's why in isaiah it said that i will give you a garment of, of praise, praise sort of the um, garment of heaviness so we don't entertain it at all so there are plenty of things like grief loss of a loved one failure the failure yeah. maybe complex. inferiority complex they have sacked you maybe grief. all hardship. this hardship and disability Poverty. like yeah. physical disability yes, yes. yes. i don't have things. a story of somebody that's like that he mm. was he was born with a form of palsy and then there's even pastor banky that talked to him somebody that we know was born with a form of palsy so you know he has you know how people that have palsy as a bit of their some of their features they don't uh, react properly mm. so you know as if he's, he's completely disabled but he used to have seizures when he was younger i think recently he talked to pastor and was like ah, why did he uh, begin to lose faith why would god allow him to be passing through all of this over so, a long period of his life i think what the pastor said that he told to him is that 
after thinking about it, you know, go and meditate and ask God to give you what to give somebody. Is it that what God said that you tell him that you see your problem is that you are not grateful for the one you are not grateful, you've not been taught to have a spirit of praise towards God. Yeah. For what he has done for you. That's yeah. just but you have decided you have decided to dwell on the one that you think has been dealt a bad hand towards yeah. you in life. Yeah. And now since you dwelt on it, a spirit of heaviness, just like Chinedu said, has come upon you. That and means that's where you have now dwelt like yourself. a winter coat on you. Like I think I think even we can even talk about something like um, of course guilt guilt is also a very strong source of mm. depression and mm. um, but then that now brings us to talk about you know because in the bible now guilt even in life you know that sometimes guilt guilt is basically just feeling bad for something that you did that you was wrong yeah. yeah but then we, we will not say that all form of guilt now is now ungodly mm. because if you do something that is wrong a normal person with the who has a conscience with a conscience should yeah. feel bad yeah. you should feel a form of guilt but then he's now trying to now balance the guilt godly guilt from worldly guilt and i think we see such a thing like for instance now a story of when we are trying to avoid guilt that leads to depression for instance now we're talking about guilt that leads to repentance okay. like a typical story now you have in the bible was um i'm sure we all many people that know the bible know the story of him um, in first corinthians when Paul cast out a man for sleeping with his father's wife. I told the church that they should cast him out. Mm. Let him go and know the weight of his sin and then mm. be... Um, let the devil deal with let him. Let the devil deal with him so that he will, so he will know that what he has done is wrong and then mm. his soul will now be saved. Mm. But then we now go back and we find out that the sec- when Paul wrote the Corinthians again, that is 2 Corinthians chapter uh, seven, 7 verse eight. 18. And eight. then we just uh, just read it so that we can get the context eight. of the story. Four. Even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret... Though I did regret it, for I perceived that the same epistle made you sorry, though only for a while. Now I rejoice that not that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance. For you were made sorry in a godly manner, that you might suffer loss from us in nothing. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Godly sorrow is like having a broken and a contrite heart. Mm. It's totally different from depression because the Bible prescribes a godly and a contrite heart for every believer. I think that was what even Paul was trying to ensure that the Corinthian church did with that guy because what that happened is that even after all the time between the two letters, they are still left that guy cast out of the church. And what Paul was not telling them is that if you leave him like that, that his sorrow will overwhelm him and not yeah. lead him to a state of heaviness and depression. And, and so quickly go and restore him before he will go and be thinking and of... Something I wanted to uh, impute in this is that we are not dismissing the fact that grief and all these other causes of depression are not legitimate. They are legitimate concerns. For example, you can't lose a loved one and you, you, you are not expected to cry. You can cry, you can feel remorse. You can't fail jump and you say, okay, I have to bake a cake for this failure. No, 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 no. No, you are going to feel some sort of anger. You are going to feel some sort of sadness. But what you do... Is what is important. Yes, is what is important. And I am happy that Paul has, like, showed us what godly sorrow is and what worldly sorrow is. For example, you commit so you commit some sort of atrocity before God and you are laden with sorrow it should move you to seeking the face of god who is able to clothe you with the garment of praise with the garment of gladness with the garment of repentance and fellowship with him instead of tilting towards what the world can offer as a temporary uh, solution for which the seem is going to perma- is going to be permanent like a, a solution for your sadness they can come in the ways of um, addiction, addic- drugs. Just even even these medically uh, approved drugs, <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. These antidepressants. From antidepressants, it becomes uh, your pills, your Daily every pills. your everyday <laughs> pills. You can't function without them. So you see that God's ways are actually the I best. I don't think they work. <laughs> they, they, well, what they are How supposed to do is not cure the disease. It's supposed exactly. to help you manage. That's what they call it. Improve and your mood. Yeah, they just come to like uh, they just tone give down. You, yes, just that to tone down instant relief mm, only, not only long <laughs> to like 
like make it yes, not exactly. be evident yes so give you that feeling as if it's working and, so, and imagine someone uh, building a big business over your sadness it's not like <laughs> not like a very good thing to do so but when we approach god with all there's something uh i, I read in the book of peter i think it's second peter it said cast your cares upon the lord cast your anxieties upon the lord because he cares for you while reading that portion of the bible i felt so much peace like cast all your cares if they steal your phone you can cast your cares upon the lord if you are reading and you can't understand you can cast your cares upon the lord if you are hungry and you can't find food whatever like even the the most minute of all concerns god is actually actively seeking for you to speak to him about it now there is no assurance that when you say cast your cares upon the lord and you're asking god i'm not eating then a pot of rice will drop <laughs> before you No, but there will be a peace that passes all understanding that would come upon you and you will be happy for no reason you don't even know why you are happy so that's why we should gravitate towards god and not towards what man can do or what man can offer to uh cure your depression you know why depression is very bad is this thing the major thing that makes depression really bad is because you will find ways to feel that hopelessness yeah and once you don't know god you will settle for other ways that man have created and you find you find other hopeless people you, too. yes you'll find other hopeless people it's not mm. bad to see a psychiatrist or mm. a counselor but i don't think that's you know they work. really you know they work you know they work <laughs> save your money you know they go work to church uh-uh. <laughs> and you know this depression can lead to so many things there are people that have been depressed and because of the depression they've gone to addiction yeah smoking pornography masturbation mm. because you're looking for how to help yourself without now begin to stress yeah, without it. going to god you know stress people have, it and sleep over sleep mm, you get food ah, memories that one, exactly mm. say today i don't feel like doing anything i mm. want to sleep away my sorrow mm. you've been lied to because you can never your sorrow is still waiting for you it's waiting for you when you wake up when you wake up even glutony the people that have added you know stupid fats unnecessarily and why some, i was and depressed some I, didn't, no, I know people that are like that and that you see a, a period came in their life where because they were going through a lot of issues and the thing that weighed them down they just begin to any small thing that they begin to spend a lot of their time any once they begin to feel any sadness in their spirit mm. they begin to they just get something begin to eat and they gain mm. weight because of it of course mm. you gain weight, weight ex- astronomically weight. it's not even the gaining weight that's the problem it's the formation of an idol in your heart that's mm. not the primary mm. issue mm. you have now been given away to the sin of gluttony because, uh, some people don't realize that that's a sin though. yes you don't realize that it's a problem with god when mm. you cannot control the way you eat control mm. the way you, you know, some give can also pleasure go to, to your the flesh. extreme of starvation you know, some people stab themselves. Yeah, some people stab themselves. Yeah, they develop anorexia or something yes, like that. on themselves. Funny enough, I know somebody that also did this one. I know wow, people. You know, know a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot the of depressed people. Depression <laughs> led her. Depression led her to. It's like it was so terrible. Now, when I saw somebody I knew very closely, very personally, when she left her, when we were in school, she left us and she dropped out of our department and transferred to another one. Mm-hmm. So we did not see her for a while. I know mean, she was quite a plump lady, somebody that somebody that has not as if they are fat, but they have body. Can mm-hmm. you say they have body? They are okay. You can't call them fat. Is that yeah. what they're trying to say? No, no, mm-hmm. she was not fat. Okay. If you ask her, she said that she was fat. But, but the flesh was, was evident. But the, exactly, <laughs> somebody that has flesh. When she came back, Mm. If you look at this, this day she has, she has traveled up. She has traveled out now. Look at if, if I show you this girl's Instagram, it's until you pay my pay me my soul. Okay, now the bone Sometimes. is evident. God in heaven, <laughs> when we saw her at one point and the way she had lost weight. Now, because we not, you know, when I dealing with people that are sensitive, now depression, that kind of thing. Mm. Not everything you want to say. One mm. guy came into where we were and said, "Ah, you lost weight too." Mm. Everybody, hold my mm. This guy, <laughs> you want somebody now, to cry? There, there is something about this the depression of today. The depression of today is something i don't really encourage now people actually can get depressed soldiers who go to the war front they experience some horrific things that you know depress them we are all human beings but in today's age in quotes we now celebrate depression we now have mental health day i don't support such things we now have 
You don't have we don't have we don't have we don't have I don't care about the awareness. I don't agree with you. You have to realize that what we are now doing is not aware, it's advertisement. For me, I believe it's advertisement. We community everywhere we now say it's not okay not to be okay. How is that possible? So you see a madman and no, you're it's not okay not to that, be okay. That's not what we do. It's mental not okay. Health day, they say it's okay not to be okay. No, 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 it's not okay. And when you and find yourself, I try yourself, to let you know that it's not okay not to be okay. Now seek help. <laughs> seek help. Seek. No, you don't understand what you I'm saying. You are fighting the wrong battle here. It is okay. They said it is okay not to be okay. So if you're a lunatic, it's okay. <laughs> if you're a drug addict, it's okay. Whatever you are, it's okay. Just call. Let me give I you a hug. Get one guy. No, 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 there's something that just to. came to my mind about this depression. In those days, people had communal living, and it was easy to see someone to talk to. You lived together. It was not an era of smartphone. Those but days, now, it's not even possible to be depressed. They will slap it out of <laughs> But now, you, you know what? People get depressed and go on social media to mm. talk to a friend in China. Yeah. <laughs> Or a friend in India, or a make friend jokes that about does not it. exist. People go chat with um, mm. AI. What do they mm. even call it? Chat. And if we are talking mm. about AI chat box, just listen that he was even saying safe. You know that sometimes we don't even recognize that there are some very serious cause. Many times, especially for believers, we don't know that we sometimes give permission to these spirits to torment us. Yeah. Just by the reason of the activities that we give ourselves. Like for instance, now some of us that listen to some particular type of music. Or watch a particular type of movies, or engage a particular type of activity, something like that. You later you come and say that ah, I don't know. I always feel so sad. It's Meanwhile, like you spend the majority of your time listening to Billie Eilish and Juice <laughs> World, and some maybe. In fact, recently I realized that I, that I used to be a very big Imagine Dragons fan before I stopped doing secular music. I used to be a very big Imagine Dragons fan. I remember the lady that talked to me in the church, church that now I attend. The lady that talked to me when she was bringing the lyrics of Imagine Dragons song, now they explain. They explain. I go explain. I bring evidence on top. You know, we they all. Explain. I think we all had this. Okay. Yeah, but here is the thing. Eh? You don't see. I stop listening to it and now look back and now look about some of the lyrics of the song. I like Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, what I was actually listening we, to. You see something with a song like that thing that you were saying. The lyric of the song is "It's okay not to be okay," and we'll be singing and we'll be vibing. And see, why will you not be sad? This, this, this same thing happened. This same thing that happened to you happened to me. But in the reggae version, hey God, yeah. Lucky Dube. Lucky Dube is never happy. He's always singing about how he was robbed, how he's in prison, <laughs> his wife left him, his mother is living with another man. He's never happy. Oh, I'm a prisoner. And I'll be singing. I'm in my father's house. <laughs> He'll be a prisoner with him. A prisoner in my own father's house. I'll be oh, I'm a prisoner. I'll be shouting on the top of my I'm a prisoner. So after then, you you start behaving like a prisoner. Like a prisoner. <laughs> Even right now, there are movies on depression. You you'll yeah. be watching a movie and you feel yeah. like, okay, what's the end? The no, end is the person a, kills it's himself. A serious, it's a serious, it's a serious issue. issue yeah. Because movies teach issue. people how to commit suicide. I had I had people that you know, they just give themselves when they were listening to people like you see, listen to John Bellion, NF, um, Juice Wobb, listen to songs like that. Mm. And then, before you know it now, all of your talk is always filled with darkness. darkness they, are, they, are, they are given filled. to dark Doubt, humor, you know, filled, and then say, ah, what's the point? There's no point in life. It, mm. And it seems like they are even joking. Mm. But that's what has become part of their talk. Later, they will come and see that nothing is working for them, and they are wondering, why has life put them in hand like mm. this? Meanwhile, they started it when they started to particular songs, yeah. watching particular movies. Yeah. See? We have to realize when the Bible says that God has to talk to Jesus because out mm. of it was the issues of life. Mm. He's saying that your heart is a gate. Yeah. You are the and one it's, that and it's very and it's fragile. It. It's fragile. It's a doorway. It's yeah. a doorway. Whatever you are allowed to enter, we enter. Sometimes we give permission to these spirits. A spirit of heaviness will come and knock on your door. Then you open it and be singing, it's okay. I thought you go to dance. You know, I have a personal story to this. Like, uh, someone very close to me. Um, at a point, the person lost all hope in life. Because some of the businesses, let me not put in category whether male or female, um, person was doing wasn't like getting any returns. proceeds returns and go be guy, go be guy. The person was <laughs> depressed, started losing all hope. So started smoking. Is a guy. Started <laughs> smoking. Started smoking weed. You know, graduating from different ones. Different so, grasses. So. Mm. When we noticed about the whole issue, so thank God for his mercy. Um, um went there to the hospital where the person was. So uh, along those periods, like 
it was something else person was behaving like like even the words the person was saying i see this money we must make um we must make um this money yeah because that's what the person understands at that particular time but thank god for his mercy um fast forward so the person started receiving treatment and in that treatment there's one thing people said like fellowship with loved ones not just love but those that fear the lord mm. so we started um with um the, um the relatives of that person like informed brethren here and there so they are lifting the person up in prayer so it happened that person was behaving widely you know everything that i forget this thing that is always about money but as time goes on he listened to the word of god hearing it person started taking the normal drugs that they prescribe at psychiatric hospital and all these things but over time you just notice that that's mood that's way of life that state like it, of mind their state of mind just start lifting up just start lifting up that at a point in the person's life person has even stopped taking the drugs yeah because it you know those their drugs make people fat you know say that they say that they don't want to take those drugs again so most times because we are depressed of life and all these things we tend to like focus on things that will give us yes, pleasure exactly. mm. and all those things even mm. when you think about ah i am so 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 age and i've not achieved this mm. and just like you say when you look at social media for all this wicked you look at all and everyone uh, is buying a tesla yes made it only you and you look at all your friends <laughs> if you look at their profile picture they are smiling they are happy, smiling, happy. and you like it's only, ah, me. only me <laughs> only me just like what you just said you are selfish like everything is happening to only you in this life and all of a sudden you start being depressed you start thinking about life how life is unfair to you how you are suffering this and that so and if care is not taken like is it's a pool you just start swimming in it mm. and all of a sudden you are lost you're lost it's you are lost okay. you, you are know, lost what a lot of nigerians <laughs> what a lot of nigerians call i, I just they think oh, mm. it's depression overthinking they, one key. Ah, they, no, they don't know the word and depression they but they just say, ah, these days i just they think oh i just they think that's actually depression depression can lead to you being withdrawn from people may just be i just like being on my own i lie something is wrong with you and i also feel people that have mood swings and I, I, I have. That's the fine words they use. I know. I, I have. I have mood swings. I have mood it swings. Just sound nice. Yes, someone, uh, the first time I heard that, I was like, which one is which mood, one is mood swing? swings? Is it Simon? Nice. When I began to identify <laughs> mood swings as demonic oppression, it helped me to help a lot of people. Just exactly. like I have mood demonic swings. Come, let me pray for you. Yes. <laughs> and you can. You always see them sad, unhappy. Seriously, if I, you're. I have a yes, if you're under the oppression of depression. Hmm. You hey. really need to seek for help. You need to seek God for and help. You spirit. need to seek people, especially Christians, for help. We'll be going on a short break. This is still because you are young. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this short break. if you are just joining us this is because you are young the program for young people and we are still discussing dealing with depression we've said a lot of things if you're joining us now please you have to listen to this episode again from the beginning so we'll be jumping right into biblical examples because i asked the question on the beginning of this session can a christian be depressed and a brother said depression it's let me not say it's normal but because we are humans we have the tendency to become depressed but what we do with that depression is what matters a lot and what differentiates you from a christian or an unbeliever so the house can we say can we give the biblical examples of people that suffered from depression and how they overcame okay um 
biblical examples of depression i would like to uh talk about judas and peter now judas did something wrong he betrayed our lord and savior jesus christ and that's like one of the that's like the worst thing to ever commit our lord and savior jesus christ whom we worship whom we revere whom we serve you go betray him so it was it you was no it was a heavy it was a heavy sin but we we almost want to look look away from what peter also did peter himself did it and not just once but three times the only thing actually is that peter did not collect money on his own existence he just did it to save his face so but their reaction for their sin is what differentiated both of them now judas was filled with so much grief to show that he actually had some remorse in himself but what he did while feeling remorse was to go and hang himself and the book of luke said that he hung he hung himself and his intestines burst open in the in the wilderness so he did not go to seek for forgiveness he did not seek the face of god perhaps he would have been healed perhaps he would have been forgiven perhaps he would have been included with the garment of praise and of uh, absolution of sin and this is what peter did peter felt the same remorse and the bible gave us the account that he went somewhere he cried his heart out and he sought for forgiveness godly sorrow yes so that, yeah exactly what akiolu was saying what godly sorrow does to you and what worldly yeah and what worldly sorrow does to you so we know that god is slow to anger and he's infinite in mercy if i don't want to invent something but if judas had gone to seek for forgiveness Paraventure, he would have been one of the saints, but look at how he ended. So this is a lesson for us to take that. Let's state how he ended because that's how a lot of depressed people end. And yeah, in suicide, in suicide, and suicide is one of the most selfish things to do because you don't care about the people you are leaving behind. Imagine, okay, you are so angry about life, you don't care about your ex, your family. Yeah, do you know people celebrate suicide? Yeah, there are a lot you know, of right? yeah, there are websites on yeah. how to kill yourself. Yeah, you see, people. You have yeah, not washed your clothes. I just want to you want to commit, you want to commit suicide. Where are you people? You get carried over to write. <laughs> you are committing suicide. Who will write that exam for you? Who will even bury yourself? If you are committing suicide, you know, clean your room, they go commit suicide. So many things. You are like a very selfish person when you commit suicide. Because you are not even thinking about the next man. Come on, you can give someone else joy. Even if you can't find that joy in yourself. And there are spiritual principles that if you want to get something, you have to like give out the portion of what you have. And people like to think it's money, money, money. It's not money. If you want joy, give joy in your own capacity. And perhaps while you are giving the joy, you can receive some of it while you are performing that action. And this is what Peter did. Peter went to God to seek for forgiveness. He sought for forgiveness. He was forgiven. And he turned around his life to become one of the great saints that we even read his accounts on Jesus, his accounts on holiness, his accounts on the gospel. So, yes, we can fall to depression. We can fall to sadness. But what we do while we fall to these things is what's going to determine the outcome of whatever we are doing. When we fall to depression, seek the face of God. Seek the face of Jesus. There's um, an account of... um, uh, there's a, a video I was watching on John Lennox. He said that God is not absent in our sufferings because he himself came down as man to partake in human suffering. There is no God invented anywhere who did such things. Every other God is somewhere in his high throne. Every other God is somewhere outside of space. But it was only our own God. It was only Jesus Christ. It was only God Almighty that came down to participate in human suffering. So we can draw some inspiration from that. That God himself is not alien to our suffering. Did you lose a loved one? Are you experiencing serial failure in life? He understands. He understands because he has felt it himself. He has has undergone so much tremendous pain Hmm. as a human being. And he overcame at the end of it all i think i think another very striking example of biblical depression was or maybe how to handle it 
was the exact what happened to King David. People forget that King David went through a lot of trouble during his reign, especially because of the case of Bathsheba and Uriah and the sin that he committed against the Lord. I remember that one of the punishments that he was supposed to undergo was that that child that was supposed to come from that right. union would die. Mm. And in David's house at that time, when the child was supposed to die and the child was sick and very sickly and would have died, David was fasting, refused to eat. They will come and meet him. David doesn't want to talk to anybody. Bring food. They will bring food. He won't eat it. He will cover himself. He's not looking at what anybody is saying. If you read um, the account in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 15 to 23, you see that all of this was happening up until the point that the child died. In fact, it was so bad that they said that now the child has died. Let us not tell King, let us not tell them our master, lest he will do something bad to himself. Mm-hmm. Until David could have seen and noticed that the servants were whispering up and down, and asked that okay, the there's the child dead. They said, "My lord, he has died." What did Nakukuna go and do? And I think this is where the lesson to be drawn from David is: is that immediately he went, he put on his clothes. So you people should bring food. Sharp, sharp. <laughs> you looked at him and said, "Oh God, what was beaten up? This the child was alive. You refused to eat. Now he has died." He said, "You self check him. When the child was alive, maybe we could have begged God to keep him alive. Mm, As God did not keep him alive, we continue to cry." He said, "No, bring food. Let's eat. I'm not going to die. The child." One of one person. Two people cannot die. Two people cannot <laughs> die today for nothing. <laughs> the child has died. Bring food so that me I will not follow the child. Has. And I think many times I think that is one of the um, biggest issues, especially with um, believers that want to that are dwelling in depression, is that we hold on to a particular experience and make it our reality, and we live like that. that yeah. Whether it be that we did something wrong and we can't overcome it, mm-hmm. or we lose a loved one, one form of grief that overcomes us. Usually, people that are living in depression, usually they are stuck in one state. Mm. They have put themselves into a particular frame, or they, they are living in a particular frame of time. They loop, mm. they loop themselves through mm. a particular experience yeah. over and over again. Yeah. They cannot move forward. They yeah. will not move back beyond that point. They will move forward beyond that point. Yeah. And they just stay there. Whatever they were feeling in that moment, they mm. continue to feel it. Mm. Oh, this person has died. You what? What do you live with? Ah, they died and they left me behind. Mm. How will I cope? Mm-hmm. And you are wondering how you will cope for the next six years of your life. You are mm-hmm. still wondering how you will cope. And you've been coping. No? Are you be, no, <laughs> funny enough, you have been coping. You've been but coping. you cannot notice that you've been coping because you are still wondering how you will yeah, cope. cope. Yeah. yeah. And that has what you just leave you start testing. You just fuck. And I think what is offensive to God in that is that you forget where your hope actually comes from. Yeah. You say, My help comes from the Lord, um, um, ruler yeah. of heaven and earth. And we seem to forget many of those things. When we live in that time frame, I said that I cannot exist outside this realm. That the world is too uncertain out of this place. Let me hold on to this one that this person was still alive. Ah, now they have left me. How will I cope? And God is telling us that, you see, you cannot function outside that place. The person has gone, just like David experienced now. We've lost this now. What are we going to do? It was the Lord's good pleasure to take this away from us. It was his, imper- it was, it was his prerogative anyway to give and to take away so if you have lost if you have lost kind of think about it. if you have lost what will you gain back by being depressed about a situation i've written about it like that that when will your sadness what will your sadness regain for you yeah what will your sunken and hopeless state regain mm. for you sometimes mm. it's not easy to draw from the well of salvation with joy yeah that's what the commandment of god this is that it's from with joy that you will draw from the well of salvation mm. you have to consciously stir up yourself, yeah. up yourself yeah. by joy. the spirit of god towards yeah. joy because yeah. joy we forget is a fruit of the spirit it's mm. the spirit of god that gives us some of sometimes they eh, mm. want to try and look for it superficially no it's, it's no, god that you find the joy of the lord is our strength mm. actually the joy of the lord is our strength so if your strength is from your past experience your attitude the money that you have you know people you will always be depressed the bible even says that trust no man don't put your trust in men if you put your trust in men to help you if you have built anything your, external yes, anything external cannot yeah. help you you will always be depressed so like i can only rightly said that joy is very important it's the fruit of the spirit and if you lack joy as a child of god know that something else will fill your heart and that cannot be from god yeah, even jesus at a point told his disciples that see i will leave you <laughs> don't cry mm. helper will come <laughs> like he told them categorically you know like this um relationship we have with jesus christ 
is 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 not it's not religion it's a personal relationship yeah like once you come in once you enter like you are filled with joy you are satisfied like it's not it's not a joke like he has everything in place, in place so already. he told them already that see i will leave you mm. but don't cry mm. like the one who will come ah you enjoy him better it's good for me to go yes it's good for because me to you know, come. You know, like uh, yeah and when he left like i have a, a personal experience like when i when i lost my dad when my dad died i was you know, i was crying and mm. all these things but I, I i was not searching the scripture i i went to this um I think first Thessalonians chapter four, when you were telling them that, let me tell you about those that have slept in the law, so that you not so like unbelievers. Like when I read that scripture, like as, you had as some if peace, an embrace of the Lord was upon me like yeah. this. And even at that the burial day, that was the second reading. I was best that I read it. When I was reading, I was crying, but when I was reading in church, like it was like a joy to my soul. Like see, and I was now recalling, okay. Was he a believer? Did he believe in Jesus Christ? And that settles everything mm. for me. So you see that, like, we are not at a loss. That no matter what, is we don't give room to that. That our Lord has gone ahead of us and mm. prepared. Another yeah. example I would like to point out is Elijah. You know, when, after killing the 400 prophets of Baal, now Jezebel just said something. <laughs> is that running? <laughs> Most wanted. Say <laughs> running. On his head. Say running and says, "Ah, God, take me. Prophet. Ah, I'm the one. I'm the only. I'm prophet. the only one. I'm the only one. Everybody about this and that. He was depressed. Mm. Like imagine after killing, I, I yeah, energy have gone. Like those kind of prophets. Like we to leave. We to leave was almost yeah. zero. <laughs> so and Jezebel just uttered a word and he was scared and he ran. So but he was depressed and all this and. We saw how God <laughs> ended his life <laughs> because of that experience. Because when just God, when God called, He just told you, "Okay, come," and He went to the mountain. But just like what um, I can only explained about David, David understand like that's why um, he this expression, the sure message of David. You so understand God like see the child is dead. Let's thank the Lord because all we have to do is the life is not in our hands it's not in our control mm. he, he has everything in place mm. so when the child has died just mm. thank the lord start eating take his bath and all these things so i started eating and all those things so he didn't dwell in that Only. state say that ah i can't yeah. live again no even I've, when I've, david was raided mm. david and his servants even when they were raided yes no, the men became very depressed and david looked at the whole issue if he I encouraged became, him, yes he encouraged himself yeah. in yeah. the lord yeah and he yeah. sought the lord yeah. i yeah. think for every causes of depression we have spoken about today there is a solution yeah. now you no one find the solution i, I yeah. think that's why yeah. or you have rejected the solution. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Exactly. because you are because, comforting yourself because in because, because yeah and it's a bad state to dwell in because mm. this depression mm. it just it doesn't just come alone it comes, it comes it with comes. more wicked spirits yeah mm. because you, there's suggestive spirits there's vengeance spirits, as in plenty, vengeful, plenty spirits. vengeful spirit for example you know he was explaining what happened why his dad died now mine was different because i wasn't a believer i wasn't seeking the lord so i was i was looking for everything that would give me joy but these things were not things that could actually satisfy for example you know i and you know depression when you are sad and all these things i like i've said before if you are it, it makes you if you're a selfish person it's going to be very difficult for you to get out of it because you think that you are you are, you are the only one that bad thing has ever mm. happened to so well, and and you know nobody you nobody understands and you keep it <laughs> to yourself you think that keeping it to yourself is perhaps a sign of strength because that time i would feel in that if i tell no like i was i was feeling that time like if i tell people that i've lost my mom i've lost my dad i'm trying to like be uh inviting self-pity to myself but since you know i gave myself to the lord since i gave myself to uh jesus christ the way i talk about it now i don't talk about it or i don't talk about it as someone who is seeking self-pity i talk about it as someone who is an overcomer someone who can actually have joy 
regardless of whatever has happened and he hinted something in the bible and that's like john 6 63 he said that i have i am telling you this so that you might have peace god prepares us for the troubles of life for the mm. tribulations so that you might have peace and he said that in this world you would have trouble but fear not i have overcome the you don't even have to do the overcoming on your part just latch on to me plug on to me and i'll do the whole overcoming for you and that's what happens when you give your life to christ like i I want to say that life in christ is a cheat code i don't know how best (laughs) to explain it but it's like it's like a cheat (laughs) code prescription for all illnesses god is just okay man human beings are frail they are fragile they can't do anything on their own so let me give them jesus christ hmm. but when we reject it it's going to be twice as hard infinitely hard infinitely difficult for us to navigate life hmm. but when we come to christ the only trouble we are going to have is the trouble of righteousness and it's a great is a good is a worthy a trouble to have it's a privilege to to suffer to for, suffer for righteousness hmm. yes just just with what our lord jesus christ instructed us on just like what we what you are saying you know paul passed through a lot Mm -hmm. and in all those things it wasn't like ah jesus i was preaching for you you saw the way i spoke to thessalonians (laughs) to the corinthians and you and you allowed them to flog me no like he was even he was even rejoicing counting it worthy to suffer for christ yes as he told me that i know in whom i believed in like don't don't be ashamed of me but like he didn't even at any point lose his guard in giving thanks yeah in rejoicing like yes. it was a normal thing for him and yes. he was grateful to god for that because mm. he said that there's there are some things that still remain in the sufferings of christ so that he, he will make known to others so that they will believe in so like mm. it's something that he didn't at any point and if you look at the life of our lord jesus christ he wasn't depressed at all because even when lazarus died i would say he wept he said i thank you father he was for you always hear me for you always hear me so you see thanksgiving everywhere yeah he said uh, lazarus oh, yeah, come come out come out come out don't 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 be playing this do. Mm. Have, that, do. just come out ahead mm. even so when see, christ was overwhelmed he prayed to god mm. he prayed to god because he prayed to god for help this this christianity is not um is not if you punch this code and you punch this you get this result no it's it's about exactly. it's it's a relationship that you constantly depend on yeah you depend on him all the time for drinking of water for sleeping everything you just depend on him think with being a christian you don't walk around by how how you feel how you think you know follow your heart you walk by faith <laughs> the bible says that we should walk by faith and not by sight so if you are living in depression just know that you are not walking by sight sorry you're not, you are not walking by faith you are walking by sight god expects you to look beyond your feelings now the bible says in hebrews 4 verse 12 that we should look unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith but when you look up to jesus we are not saying depression won't come anxiety won't come worry won't come those things will come but when your focus is on jesus you're looking at the source the help the one that can help you from the beginning to the end so you have to walk by faith shake off that feeling it's not easy but shake off that emotions and that feeling and kneel before god say god help me you know me help me god bring help my way even then if after, they break your heart go after pray, <laughs> even if they break your heart yes so god can mend the heart jesus has all the solution to life that you're looking for when you pray to him how does his help come when you pray to him he will he may send someone lead someone to talk to you he may lead you to a scripture you know he will surely lead you to something god will not leave you alone but one thing you should note is that do not walk by your feelings your emotions mm. situation around you Romans what has god mm. spoken originally concerning that situation believe and trust in him so let's look at um, let's look at how to overcome depression because i know we've said a lot of things and it's very important that our listeners would know how the, to the overcome bible depression. says in the presence of god there is there fullness is, of wow, joy wow, wow. that is like 
the in the absence of god <laughs> in the absence of god there is fullness of depression <laughs> like you know it does like the paracetamol of depression the obonge the vix lemon plus the goko cleanser of depression you know and sometimes i really you, it's not every day that you wake up that you feel your best it's not every day you it wake up and you feel like, feeling, uh, you, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's not every day you wake up and you be like, ah, I can overcome I the world. Good. Yeah. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. You don't always wake up in that, like that in that feeling. But whenever I feel like that, I don't consciously say, okay, till I feel good before I begin to listen to sermons. Till I feel good before I listen to... For example, there's a song. There's a song I... I just stumbled on it like i was feeling so down i was feeling so i i wasn't just feeling happy then i went on youtube then i played one song i just it was just like i would like call it a mistake the name of the song is better than a thousand and i just split the song and so much joy crept into it was as if the joy like jumped a fence into my soul better than a thousand it's like it's a it's a christian song so i was i, I finished listening to the song and i now felt the urge to go and read my bible i felt the urge to pray i felt everything christ like i was just doing them and even though the feeling did not go away i just had that conscious then uh, even regardless of, any, of anything i'm in christ and if he comes back today to redeem mm, his exactly. children i'm really going to be among the redeemed yeah. you understand so and that's alone that alone automatically gave me joy if we really understand what salvation means we would actually live in a perpetual state of thanksgiving i might not really say happiness because happiness sometimes mm. comes from something external but when you are thankful you can't be you can't be depressed and thankful at the That's same exactly. time so when you are thankful it bypasses happiness it bypasses everything it just gives you joy so uh, my antidote for depression my antidepressant for depression is just seeking the presence of god and the bible says something so sweet he said draw close to god and he will he will draw close to you he will never repeal you even if you commit sin even if you uh, commit an atrocity he's going to he's going to convict you to repent and if you repent he's able and ready able enough to, to, forgive. to forgive so yes. uh, seeking the face of god is my antidepressant mm. thank you i think that is that that basically summarizes so if you if you things, ask me yeah. basically summarizes most of it if you think about because many times when like we said before what usually keeps us in depression is trying to stay in that loop that constant loop a particular time frame where something went wrong and you just dwell in that place why the solution basically is to come out and seek the face of the lord i think we even have a list here of things like that you know you put off your old self that basically giving your life to christ is one of the first and most important steps to take is if you are not a christian and you want to overcome depression there are many worldly methods, but the one thing about worldly methods is that they are very short They are very temporary. And they are very temporary. Very. They will take you so far and then no further. And eventually you will come crashing back to that, oh, why me? Where have I been? Why did he leave me and go? You will just come back to that loop. Because when you escape that loop and you can't find anything that is worth living for outside, eventually you will just, you know what they call, um, you, you will come back to a repressed state. You will become, you you will um ah, because there's this word that they use except for alcoholics you will um there's a word for it anyway it's something about um repressing you you will regress and you will go back to where you were coming from so putting off the old nature and coming into christ putting on christ like a garment is the most important thing that has to be done for anybody to be able to overcome a life and to live in the in, in the joy that comes from God, the joy that passes understanding, because that joy is a fruit of Jesus' spirit. Yeah. It's a fruit of the spirit, and unless That's you dwell fruit, in the spirit, yeah. you won't be able to live in that joy truly. You can't form it. You can't form it. No. Everything that has been said just summarizes the points that have been laid out here. Put off the old self, be transformed. Romans twelve verse two says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind 
like we said you cannot walk by your feelings or your emotions you have to walk by faith and that's where the transformation comes in you're not transformed by just staying idle you're transformed by the word of god you have to put on christ dead you know renew her through the holy spirit the bible talks about the washing of the water by the word of god as you read your bible you begin to know the promises of god concerning this situation you're in a depressed state you know the promises of god concerning this and you begin to profess and confess the word of god you have to pray and seek god you know we we have emphasized this a lot of times on our episode you cannot underestimate the power of talking and praying to god i don't mean having a solemn time to pray to god no anywhere you are depression depression is a spirit is a demon so it attacks you in your office immediately open your mouth and pray to god it attacks you in the market pray to god we are always at war as children of god once you allow that spirit to to continue speaking to you once you give it power and you give it a listening ear before you know it you you've entered into full depression you have to speak to other believers i can never understand any person that says i don't go to church i worship god on my own depression i tune in online you, depression will kill you the bible says that we should exhort one another daily yeah. daily so when you don't talk to your brethren i don't even know who you're talking to if you're a christian and the people around you that are unbelievers hmm, me, I really don't understand your Christianity. Juice who, world, who do you now SSS talk temptation. to? <laughs> like, who do you not talk to? See, like we've <laughs> rightly said <laughs> that there are many solutions. No? There's many solutions. But if you want the perfect solution, the solution that works, it has to be Jesus. So you want Jesus, you have to be around those that talk about Jesus, those that hear Jesus, that believe in Jesus for you to be elated also supportive community of christian fine it's very good go to church the bible instructs us that we should not neglect the assembly go and join church department (laughs) if you are depressed go and join choir (laughs) just join them do not neglect church make friends assembly of the brethren in that your small fellowship yes exactly make friends know people have people contact don't feel like i know it all i can handle it on my own this is one thing that caused people to even kill themselves submit yourself to a shepherd be a be a disciple exactly. follow somebody submit yourself to mm. someone go and meet open. pastor and say sir mm. please or not even it doesn't even have to be a pastor that's funny no it doesn't have to be a pastor any mature christian and be like please just some people they are looking for who will be following up on them they, they are looking for somebody that come and be calling them every time hello that, how are you that, how are that you is doing what happens. a you lot will... of people feel that you, once you see them you should understand what is going on mm. ah you've not even mm. called me you don't even know what happened to me please i'm not the holy spirit though. i everything don't know is, everything I will is happening to everybody <laughs> your a lot is going through by like, a lot if, and my lot is passing that person is a lot Everybody I mean, is going to help. You have to talk. You have to yeah, talk open up and say, "Can I go be and meet a pastoral staff and be like, please see what is happening to me? I need, and the Lord has been speaking to me. I need help. Can you help me? Even if the person cannot help you, they know somebody that can help you. Yes. This is why you should be in a Bible-believing church with mature Christians that read the Word of God and believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's why it is very important. Don't be looking for the person that will come and be doing um um, um what's this thing? You not called me. You don't, I was not, not in church you. last Sunday. I see. Uh, <laughs> you call me. You too. Call me. You know. <laughs> see, <laughs> somebody. In summary, uh, the longer you stay in, dep- in depression, matters like you're the cause. That is just it. It's a you're selfish the, action. Yes, it's a selfish action. And you determine how long you want to stay in that state. Some depression can last for two seconds, three seconds, one minute. Some can go on for years. So how long do you want to last in that depression depends on you. We have our anchor and our solution, which is Christ Jesus and the people that God have given to us. Thank you very much. If you're just joining us now, you know you have to catch up with this episode. Thank you, our guests, Akinolu, Uche, and Chinedu, and to our listeners. I pray that the Lord will help you. Please, if you have not given your life to Jesus, we talked about this. You have to because that's the number one solution for Christ 
to help you this is still because you are young if you are just joining us then you have missed a lot but you can catch this episode on your google podcast spotify twitter facebook and instagram handles you can send us an email at radio at pastor.ng god bless you